0: mistakes I see writers make so you can avoid them and make this the year you finish your novel. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can sign up for free at savannahgilbo.com forward slash training. One more time, that's savannahgilbo.com forward slash training to get your hands on this free masterclass. The first thing you can do is pressure test your outline to make sure that what you've written down can actually translate into working scenes. So this means that what you're gonna do is look at each scene in your outline and ask yourself if something changes in that scene. And the goal of this exercise is to first identify whether or not you have some kind of change in each of your scenes, and then to determine whether this change is meaningful or not. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to talk about value shifts, specifically how understanding the concept of value shifts at the scene level will help you write and edit a story that works. But before we dive into the details, I first want to talk about what a value shift is so that we're all on the same page. A value shift is essentially a quick way to describe the arc of change within a scene. And this is important because stories are all about change, right? So every scene in your story needs to have its own mini arc of change that helps you create that overarching sense of change in your global story. And if you don't have some kind of change in every level of your story, then the whole thing's just not going to work. Now, when I say that each scene in your story needs to have its own mini arc of change, that basically means that each one of your scenes needs to start one way and then it needs to end somewhere different. And in most cases, this means that the scene either starts out positively and ends negatively, or it starts out negatively and ends positively. Now, you might be thinking, okay, this kind of makes sense in general, but how do I apply this to my work? Well, that's what I'm going to walk you through in today's episode. So first, let's talk about how value shifts can help you when it comes time to plan and write your story. Let's say you're working on an outline for your story and you've written down some quick descriptions of what you already know is gonna happen in some of your scenes. So maybe you've imagined some events that are gonna happen or some characters that you wanna include or whatever it is, you've written it down and now you need to start shaping it into something that resembles a story, right? Well, the first thing you can do is pressure test your outline to make sure that what you've written down can actually translate into working scenes. So this means that what you're going to do is look at each scene in your outline and ask yourself if something changes in that scene. And the goal of this exercise is to first identify whether or not you have some kind of change in each of your scenes and then to determine whether this change is meaningful or not. So let's say, for example, you're writing a romance novel and let's say you have a scene in your outline where you know the protagonist is going to meet their friend for lunch So you might be looking at this scene on your outline and you might think to yourself, well, okay, I do have some kind of change here because my protagonist is hungry at the beginning of the scene. And by the end of the scene, she's full. So in a sense, yes, you do have something that changes, but this change isn't very meaningful because I mean, who cares that your character ate a meal and now feels full, right? That's not really that interesting to read about. So if you do go through your outline and you realize that you have a bunch of scenes like this, don't worry. Because there's a way to take what you have and adjust what's happening in the scene so that your arc of change becomes something meaningful. So the first thing you're going to want to do here is consider your story's global genre. And that's because each genre has one main value at stake. So for example, in a romance story, the value at stake is love. That's what the protagonist stands to lose or gain over the course of the story, right? By the end of the story, the reader is going to learn that the protagonist finds love or that they didn't. If you look at something like an action story, the main value at stake is life. So the protagonist stands to lose their life if he or she isn't successful in defeating the antagonist. And by the end of the story, the reader is going to learn whether the protagonist lives or dies, right? Now, I'm not going to go into detail about each of the genres here, but I will list out the value that's at stake in each of the genres on the cheat sheet for this episode that you can download at savannagilbo.com forward slash values. So for now, just bear with me as I use the romance and action genres as examples. So let's say you know what the main value at stake is in your story, right? You can then start to imagine the spectrum that's going to exist between the positive value and the negative value. So for example, in a romance, the positive value at one end of the spectrum is love. That's what the protagonist stands to gain if this is a positive story, right? The value at the other end of the spectrum or at the negative end of the spectrum is hate. So worst case scenario, things are going to turn from love into hate. Now, in between love and hate, there's a whole spectrum of values that your story is probably going to explore. So on the romance spectrum, for example, there might be things like attraction and desire that are kind of weighted more towards the positive side. And then there might be things like indifference and repulsion on the negative side of the spectrum, right? Now, let's go back to our example of a scene where the protagonist meets their friend for lunch and they have a meal. So if you look at this scene through the lens of the global value spectrum for the romance genre, the protagonist eating a meal and that change of the protagonist going from hungry to full doesn't really contribute to that global storyline or that global value spectrum. In other words, this change doesn't move the protagonist closer to loving someone or to hating someone, right? Now let's say we have the same scene where the protagonist shares a meal with her friend, but also meets her friend's friend who tags along. So maybe the protagonist and this newcomer share a bit of conversation and the protagonist leaves her lunch feeling intrigued and flattered and maybe even attracted, right? Now that's more of a meaningful arc of change that makes sense within the global value spectrum for a romance novel. Can you see the difference there? Another way to think about this is in terms of either positive or negative answers to the overarching story question. So if we look at something like The Hunger Games, for example, the overarching story question is, will Katniss survive The Hunger Games or not? Each scene in the story then moves Katniss one step closer to the answer, yes, she is going to survive The Hunger Games, or one step closer to the other answer, which is no, she won't survive The Hunger Games. Now, sometimes it's really difficult to know exactly what is going to change in each scene during the planning and writing stage, but chances are good that at the very least you can easily imagine whether a scene is going to end positively or negatively, right? So if you can't figure out what exactly is going to change, then I want you to at least try to envision whether the scene will go from positive to negative or if that scene will go from negative to positive. And usually, this is just gonna help you get going in the right direction when it comes to planning your scenes or writing your story. So, now that we've gone over how this concept of value shifts can help us when it comes to planning and writing our stories, let's move into talking about how value shifts can help us when it comes time to edit our messy first drafts. Let's say that you've finished your draft and you're trying to figure out what to do next. Well, the very first thing you can do is to go back through each of your scenes, kind of like we just talked about for the outlining and writing phase, and identify whether or not you have an arc of change in each scene. And if you don't have an arc of change in certain scenes, then you're just going to want to go back through some of the steps we just talked about and make sure that there is a meaningful arc of change in those scenes. But let's pretend that you've gone through each of your scenes and you know that each one includes that arc of meaningful change, right? So now this is where we can take the concept of value shifts to the next level and start to think about the different layers in your story. So what do I mean by layers? Well, in most stories, there's an external plot or what's happening on the surface, and then there's some kind of internal arc of change within the protagonist. And you can think of this as your external genre and your internal genre. And like we talked about earlier, each genre has a specific value at stake. So if you're writing an action story that has an internal worldview arc, then this would be the time in the process where you could go back through your draft and consider the external and the internal arc of change within each scene. So let's use Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone as an example here. In this book, there's a scene where Hermione gets trapped in the bathroom with a troll and Ron and Harry have to save her, right? So externally in this scene, Harry moves from a place of relative safety to being in danger when he and Ron decide to go save Hermione from the troll. So externally, there's a change here from positive to negative, and notice that this change occurs nicely along the life and death spectrum of values, because externally, the first book in the Harry Potter series is an action story, so that lines up really nicely. Now, internally, things change in the opposite direction because in the beginning of this scene, Harry and Ron are essentially estranged from Hermione. They kind of aren't friends at this point because really Hermione and Ron are basically in a fight. But by the end of the scene, they're friends. So things move from negative to positive. And since this is internally a worldview story, this moves nicely along the value spectrum of the worldview genre too. Because in this scene, Harry made the mature decision to save Hermione even though they kind of weren't really friends. In other words, he put himself in harm's way because of who he is as a person and because of what he values. So hopefully you guys can see how externally things move one way and internally they kind of move a different way. So the point here is that when you're editing your scenes or when you're working on revisions, you can look at both the internal change and the external change in a scene to help you strengthen your overarching story and to ensure that your story has the most impact on readers as possible. And a lot of the writers I work with, they end up with scenes where only external changes happen and nothing really affects the character internally. So I want you to imagine in the scene we just talked about in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone... Imagine if Harry and Ron just saved Hermione from the troll. Like imagine if that's all they did and then Harry, Ron, and Hermione went back to being enemies. That's not going to be really that interesting and it's probably going to be a lot less impactful, right? So long story short, combining both an internal change and an external change is going to allow you to elicit both positive and negative feelings in the reader, which is going to help you create that sense of narrative drive or that thing that causes readers to turn page after page to find out what's going to happen next. And sometimes you can't do this really important work of kind of layering in the internal and the external changes until you're at the editing stage, because sometimes it takes getting the shell of your story down on paper to really be able to layer in this kind of emotional arc or this deeper meaning in our stories. So I hope you guys can see that thinking in terms of value shifts at the scene level can really help you plan, write and edit a story that works. And I know we just covered a lot in this episode, so let me just quickly go over a few of the key points. Key point number one is that every scene in your story needs to have a mini arc of change. So in other words, if the scene starts out positively, it should end negatively. Or if the scene starts out negatively, then it should end positively. Key point number two is that if you know your global genre, you can use the global value spectrum as a lens to look at your scenes through. So for example, if you're writing a romance, the spectrum runs from love at the positive end to hate at the negative end. And then most, if not all of your scenes should have a value shift that falls somewhere along this spectrum. So it doesn't always have to turn on love and hate, but it should run along that spectrum of love. Key point number three is that you can think about the value shifts as positive and negative answers to your global story question. So for example, if your global story question is something like, is my hero going to survive or not, then each of your scenes should either move the hero one step closer to yes, I'm going to survive or one step closer to no, I'm not going to survive. Key point number four is that when it comes time to edit, you can drill down and consider both the external and the internal value shifts in each of your scenes. And this is really going to help you craft a compelling story that's going to have the best kind of impact on readers. And really quick, as a reminder, you can download the freebie for this episode at savannahgilbo.com forward slash values. In this freebie, I have the global values for each genre listed out, as well as some questions that you can use to help you write and edit your scenes. So one more time, you can grab your copy at savannahgilbo.com forward slash values. So that's it for me today. Hopefully you guys like today's episode and hopefully you now have a better idea of how value shifts can help you write and edit a story that works. So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannagilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.